0: everyone, and
1: welcome back to another episode of We Talk Extensively. I'm Jill, and I'm Maddie. Let's break down our hot takes on this week's sports and pop culture news. Hey, Maddie. Hey, Jill, how are you? Good. How's your weekend going? Pretty good. I am on, uh, solo puppy parenting this weekend, which has been, um, quite the experience, but all good. No sleep, yeah. but all good.
0: Did, um, did the puppy recognize daylight savings time
1: or? Yeah, he actually slept in, which was kind of nice this morning. (laughs) That's good. I was like, okay, we're just going to stay in here a little bit longer because it's really, you know, like 6.30 in the morning. (laughs) So you can get just a little more sleep.
0: (laughs) Good plan. That was my strategy as well. But I feel like I need like four naps to make up for the daylight savings time hour anyways.
1: Yeah, I definitely took at least one nap today. So I think we just need to get rid of daylight savings time if we're being honest.
0: Yeah, I would I would agree with that. I don't understand the purpose of it and the cows get all confused and it's just a, a big mess all
1: around. <laughs> the most important thing, the cows, of course.
0: <laughs> My go-to reference of why daylight
1: savings time should not exist. <laughs> <laughs> cows. <laughs> Nothing else, just the cows. Nothing else. Oh man. On
0: that segue. <laughs>
1: A lot happened this week. We asked for it and a lot happened.
0: I know, like so much. It's hard to like keep up with everything that was going on.
1: Right.
0: It was kind of cool because like it feels like this last week has been like this very unique window of time in the NFL where only quarterbacks are allowed to make news. (laughs) No other players are allowed to interrupt the NFL news cycle.
1: No, I saw maybe like one or two other news stories but they're not like big player big name players. So just just the quarterbacks this week. And I mean really the majority of the season minus JJ Watt, it's been or the off season has been about the quarterbacks.
0: Yeah, it's kind of just been like a carousel of like where are they going, who is moving, <laughs> what is happening. So <laughs> which
1: started just- with Matt Stafford who is coming to LA which will be exciting. You know, I do think he he had good pieces in Detroit, but, like, nothing ever came together. So maybe we'll see something happen in, in L.A., a fresh start for him. But, I mean, the Rams had to pay pretty costly to get him in yeah. the pocket this year.
0: Honestly, I feel like that trade came out of nowhere, and maybe that's, like, me not paying attention, but it seems like it was just, like, all of a sudden, like, no rumors, no speculation, but, like... Boom, Matt Stafford traded for Jared Goff, and, and here we go. Like, <laughs>
1: but it, then that kicked it off, because then the Eagles said that they were going to trade Wentz and wanted basically exactly what Stafford went for, which is just <laughs> unrealistic. I mean, he went for nothing compared to what Stafford went for, which is hilarious. But I think that Stafford, obviously, the Lions were taking a huge contract with Jared, so... That was that went into part of it. But the Eagles, I mean, that's kind of sad that they came out and said that they were expecting the same thing and got uh, nothing.
0: Very little. Because he is now sounding like he's going to the Colts.
1: Yes. Uh, Yeah.
0: Had seen that he was like working out with some of the Colts players and stuff like that, which is like, I don't know if that's putting him in a better position to win than Uh, with the uh,
1: Eagles, but... uh,
0: but yeah, I, I mean, think
1: the, so. But
0: Colts needed someone with with Rivers retiring and everything like that, so yeah, kind of created a an opening there for for him to try. But I'm not too sure if that's the <laughs> the magic
1: there. The magic if yeah. it'll really work out. I mean, the biggest signing which happened this week is uh, Dak Prescott. Yeah, yeah, it's finally it's getting forty one. million. <laughs> yeah it was nice to
0: see that happen for him, especially with like the injury that he'd had. and I feel like the Cowboys are like not the nice team to just bank on like you'll probably be okay. let's let's take the risk kind of thing. So <laughs> I think felt like all along they were gonna really screw him over by like trying to super underpay him. so I'm glad that they
1: yeah didn't I think do that. they tried to franchise tag him at once at one point, and he was like, no, no. This this isn't going to happen. And then he, he originally wanted 40 million and they didn't sign him for that. So it's nice to see him, uh, finally get that in his, in his contract now. So we'll be exciting to see what happens.
0: I do wonder what happens to the the redheaded stepchild in, uh, in dallas there now that dax has signed for another for long term and what's he gonna do there so
1: i mean i can't say he did great things so probably. <laughs> well, he also
0: got injured so he really didn't didn't do too well there andy dalton but um yeah looking forward to see that's really the quarterback news i'm waiting for <laughs>
1: You're probably going to be disappointed. (laughs) It's probably not going to make any major news streams. I know.
0: It's so sad. He'll have to go back to like, I don't know, the Bengals or something and play like third string back again there.
1: (laughs) I mean, the big news that we're kind of waiting to drop is what's going to happen with Russell Wilson, which I know is a touchy subject for you.
0: I know. I grew up a Seahawks fan. Um, My family vacations when I was a child consisted of going to Seattle Seahawks training camp in the summer and watching them have practice in like a million degree weather. And um, that's what we did for vacation. If anyone was wondering
1: why I am the way that I am. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, sounds like a great family vacation. I once like took my made my whole family go to see the Patriots in uh, <laughs> LA. And my mom was terrified because I don't think she's ever seen like 65,000 people <laughs> together in one place. Yes. But going
0: to a game is very different than going to watch. This is Austin true. Training camp. So this is true. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I'm sad that he's asking for a trade and, and I don't know what that's going to look like, but um he's been so good in Seattle for so long that I don't yeah. even know who would be the backup. Like it's never been considered that they needed one. Kind that of he would leave. So, right? Yeah. So I don't know if like, I've heard like rumors Tiara's about influence or something. Chicago. Like, wants... Yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I imagine the Seahawks will be pretty bad. And, and I feel bad for some of the players there that who have had some pretty good seasons under yeah. Russell Wilson and, and how that's going to work out for them. But
1: Will you follow Wilson and stay a fan of his or stay a fan of the Seahawks?
0: No, you're always a fan of the team. Yeah. But um yeah, I mean I guess it depends where Wilson goes. Like <laughs> You can't go to the 49ers and expect me to still be a fan kind of thing. So.
1: True, but I don't <laughs> think he I I don't think that's happening. They seem pretty happy with uh, Garoppolo. Yeah.
0: So, there. we'll see. We'll see what happens there. And then your, your, uh, favorite quarterback there, uh, yeah. Mr. Old Man Tom Brady. <laughs> when played until he's a grandpa.
1: Listen, if he's gonna keep winning Super Bowls, it, sign me up. Like, I'll take it. <laughs> that was like the weirdest one though, cause it was
0: like he signed for like a year and then like, yeah. just kidding, we'll sign for four years. Like, I don't understand what happened there. So
1: I think what happened was when he signed last year, he signed for a year with like a year extension. Okay from from what I've heard now is it's now like a four year extension. okay versus so the one.
0: Years, avoided the so wrenching. I don't
1: know if it's just like you play next year and eat and Tampa Bay has like the rights if you wish to continue to extend or how that works. but from what I've heard, it's like four years extension versus like the one on the contract term. But I'm hoping that this means Gronkowski will be back because <laughs> that is the real reason that I'm a Tom Brady fan.
0: Well, maybe they can make another, like, very bad commercial and it'll be like Tom calling Gronk this time. And- <laughs> the bad connection. And-
1: Have you seen the TikTok that Rob Gronkowski posted? I think it was like it, – it happened – Within the last two days, where he pulls that Facetime prank on Tom Brady, <laughs> where he's like, "Hey, hey, yeah. can I can I call you back?" And he's like, "No, you called me." Like, so you, the only reason he could pull that prank is because Tom Brady is so old, so old that he doesn't he's understand Like, it maybe. like yeah, <laughs> it didn't. It didn't really work. He didn't fall for it. So, yeah, I know, but uh, I a did. See,
0: attempt. I did see a video of Brady like playing toss on the beach with like David David Beckham Beckham. and but I was surprised because he had like a full like leg brace on which like seemed pretty extreme for like casual beach day
1: Um, no I think he's going in for knee surgery I think it was reported after the season that he has to get some work done on his knee, I think. And he hasn't done it yet? Like... I mean, listen.
0: How's he going to be back in time? Like, I know, like, G- Giselle's got him on a pretty good strict diet for the the recovery. We <laughs> didn't
1: think he was coming back, so. You know, no,
0: no strawberries allowed, just so... I don't know if that's the, like, magic <laughs> cure. The TB12... Probably. The TB12 diet helps with the knee surgery recovery, but I would have thought you would have got that done, like you know, as soon as the hangover. Right away. But maybe
1: he did get it done and this isn't like healing and that's (laughs) why it's in the brace. Who knows? Maybe, maybe.
0: But the one that I was like most sad about the quarterback news was the Alex Smith. I know. Because that was just like, speaking of knee injuries, like, I guess it's not really me. That was like his entire leg injury, but like the recovery process that he went through to play again. That was like such an emotional game to see him.
1: I know. Get to return. And it to would be team nice team. if like he was able to return one last time, like in front of fans. Totally. And, yeah. So hopefully, you know, maybe someone can pick him up for like a year or something and kind of give him that send off. But that was kind of sad to see that I Washington know. would be releasing him. And
0: it's like the tough part with all of this news, right. Is like, like, Drew Brees retired today and like he's had such an impact on like the organization and like the city of New Orleans and like for him not to get the send off and like his last game, which like I think we all knew it was going to be his last game when he when they lost in the playoffs there. But like to not get that fan goodbye, like. I don't know. I mean, I know it's that's hard. not what they play for, but like, I feel like yeah. that's been such a closure piece for them, or like, or maybe if you had had the fans there, like, would he been like, I don't want to lose this. Like, let me play for another
1: year, <laughs> just one more season. Yeah. Um, but I felt the same way with uh, Patrick Kane this week. Had his 1,000th game, and that's just such a huge milestone. And to have like no one there, yeah. Maybe they played in Vegas. So Vegas has like fans, but I mean, still you're not playing in front of your home crowd. And, you know, typically I'm sure Chicago fans would have traveled to Vegas and, and been there. And it's just all these players celebrating huge milestones without anyone there is kind of upsetting.
0: Yeah, totally. Although I do have to say that Patrick Kane's, like, video that he put out (laughs) with his, like, his, like, YouTube meditation, like, counting to 1,000. I don't know who the social media person was that thought that up. But, like, I will watch that. like it just for the sake of it. Like it was so funny. Like just did you
1: listen? Have you listened to it yet? I've only seen the clip just bits and pieces. Like,
0: I mean, if someone's going to count to a thousand like that, I'm for sure falling asleep. I'm not making it all the way through it. So, right? but I think that's what it's for, you know, but I do laugh when he was like, like 88 games. Let me say that again. 88 games. (laughs) It's pretty good. So, Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty entertaining. I highly recommend if you have trouble sleeping to 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 turn that on.
1: He actually has like a pretty good voice for it. I was surprised.
0: I know. I was wondering, like, did they actually do it all in one take or did he like screw up any numbers or like he for sure messed
1: up like Like, like, not even a question. He did not get through a thousand without making one error.
0: I'm hoping that he like missed a number and then the person who was like having to like play it back later had to like literally be like okay put a check mark beside every number that he and <laughs> they I was, like, just
1: print off like one through a <laughs> thousand check and make sure <laughs> oh man too funny but yeah I mean like like
0: there's been lots of milestones I think Crosby was at a thousand games not long ago and they were yeah plans. and then even like the Olympics like the plan for them is to proceed with like pretty limited fans like it sounds like no mm-hmm. fans from out of country are going to be allowed to to watch or overseas i don't really know how they're going to classify overseas considering yeah. japan as like
1: an island but um that's so hard for those athletes especially because it comes around like once every four years so like yeah. and and the, the
0: thing is with like when you compete at like that level like it's not just you it's like it's your entire family yeah, that's like exactly. lives to getting you there and like you just want them to be able to be part of it and, and be there to celebrate like the goods and the bads and everything like that.
1: Exactly. And you're, you're not going to have that. And I mean, the extra pressure for these athletes who like thought that they were going to go last year and put probably all of their training effort into last year to have that, you know, obviously halted because of the pandemic. Then to go – to have to retrain and requalify again this year, like, I don't know what the process is going to be like for that, but I assume there's going to have to be some type of qualification again and then have no one in the state, especially for, obviously, athletes outside of Japan, have no one there.
0: Yeah. Like, it's you know be interesting if there's, like, any exceptions to that, like – if you've had the vaccine, you're allowed, or like certain, like you each athlete's allowed like X number of family members, yeah, or to like fill it up. Because, like, I mean, that's always like the best part of the Olympics, too, is like when when someone wins, stories. and they, yeah, and they, and they like go and like grab the flag from the fans, and they like run around with it and everything, and like now I'm just envisioning like. <laughs> you know, like, with all of the different flags on it and they like go and check it out kind of thing when it's when it's their turn to to run around instead of, you know, being able to go over to the group of of their country's fans and everything. So,
1: Right. Uh speaking of the Olympics, have you watched uh who my favorite one of my favorite Olympic athletes, Adam Rapon, the figure sk- the notable American figure skater who honestly like I think he just got – I mean, he skated pretty well, but got recognized for his interviews. Have you seen his breakdown on the Meghan Markle and Prince Harry interview? I have not. At one point, I was like, this is all I needed. Like, I didn't (laughs) need to watch the interview. He gave me everything that I needed. In that. Um, Which would bring us to our next point, breaking down the interview.
0: Yeah, so we when we recorded last week, we were recording before the groundbreaking interview with Harry and Meghan uh and Oprah had aired and so we had given a lot of thoughts on on what we thought was going to come out of that and everything, but since that time, obviously it's been widely publicized, there's been reactions from the the royal family and the palace and everything like that. Um obviously Adam is quite uh, quite invested in it the way we are too. So okay. what were your what were your initial thoughts? Like
1: so I will there- say I think a lot of the major like quotable moments were released prior to the interview.
0: Yeah, I agree. which we thought
1: was going to happen. The main shocker that I do- I don't understand and put already puts me off with relating to Meghan Markle is she admits that she didn't google him before they went on a date. And I just I find know, that hard to believe. That.
0: Maybe you didn't Google him, but, like, you must have been educated to know that the royal family exists. Like, I mean, we covered <laughs> it in elementary school, I'm pretty sure. Like, you learn about them and everything.
1: So well, she did, I mean, grow up in America, so that might not have been covered in she elementary did school. She live in Canada. She did True. live in Canada at
0: one point. True. The Commonwealth country that we are.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, even that... What girl, like, doesn't Google the guy that they're going on a date with? That's just not a thing.
0: If it's not you, like, your friends aren't Googling him? Like, or, like, Jessica Maroney's not calling you and be like, oh, my God, you're going on a date with the prince? Like, let (laughs) me tell you you some background
1: on him. He's the prince of a country. Yeah, like... He's dated this person, this person, and this person. Like, Like, I get that you maybe don't need to know,
0: like, every specific, like club he went to in Vegas which is also widely publicized but like <laughs> you, you must have looked something up about him or knew something right. and
1: maybe you didn't google you know how to be part of the royal family but like, you, you never watched princess
0: diaries like come on <laughs>
1: <laughs> or the crown I don't right. know the crown was out before she started dating him I think
0: Okay, so I do have to say that the biggest winner of the Harry and Meghan interview has to be The Crown, because even I started watching it. It's been on my like <laughs> Netflix queue for like probably five years since it came out. And I was like, I don't want to watch this. And now I'm like, oh my god, I'm so invested. When are we going to get to the Harry and Meghan portion of this?
1: <laughs> so that's what Adam brought up. He's like, I really enjoyed the shout out to The Crownies, because <laughs> Prince Harry basically confirmed everything's factual. <laughs> Which he didn't do, but like he did bring up the show, um, in either the Oprah interview or James Corden, he brought up the show.
0: But- yeah,
1: I mean, like I,
0: I have been looking extensively through Wikipedia while watching it to uh, to verify the the historical accuracy of it, and like. <laughs> <laughs> How far have you gotten? I'm very early days. Like, like Liz okay. just, just got the crown. Um, okay. Her father, like just recently passed away kind of thing. Got and, it. Okay. And she, you know, Prince Philip doesn't look too um, sparkly Great. and roses in his initial, you know, introduction to the Royal family. Like he's very, very grumpy about her, like having the authority in the relationship and all that kind of stuff, which like,
1: after you seeing should him just be happy back. to sit back and do nothing. But uh, well, also, I get the times like he is ninety nine. So, but but that's where I'm actually surprised because like
0: if it is historically accurate and like I don't know what level of it it is, like he comes off kind of like a chauvinistic jerk in it. So it would not have surprised me if he was the one who was like making the racist comments about what Archie's skin color would look like.
1: But but Harry, but like Oprah it interviewed- was not. Yeah. yeah, it was not him. So she, it, obviously, in the interview, it was not brought up who made those comments. They were pretty adamant in not repeating who it was. But Oprah was interviewed by her bestie, Gail. So there is a Gail aspect to this <laughs> Thank God. Uh, so interview, which I know you were hoping for, Jill. So I know. <laughs> She was interviewed by Gail the next morning. And said in that interview, you know, Harry told me if there's one thing that I could, you know, make clear, it's that this was not made by my grandparents. So, yeah. and, and I will say him and Megan spoke very highly of the Queen throughout yeah. that interview. I mean, my bet's on Charles.
0: Yeah. Like I, I feel like that's the most likely scenario. It's obviously either Charles or Or William, William because otherwise I don't think it would have been like a conversation that they would have been having or like entertaining kind of thing. Yeah. But like it does feel like it's more likely to be Charles because I don't know. He just strikes me as like kind of not a nice person where like I would hope that someone who is like like William's age is a bit more like. Right times and like understanding the impact right. words can have and and all that stuff, but um, but yeah, like certainly calling either one of them out would have been super damaging. So, you know, I guess that shows that there is still like hope of a family reconciliation. That yeah, just gonna like completely drive the bus it's, over them. But
1: it seems like further apart then because William was not interviewed, but like asked a question as he was walking to some public appearance on maybe like Thursday or Friday and he basically said he hadn't talked to his brother yet. So I mean, if that's me, I would be calling him like right away and be (laughs) like, listen, what are you either what are you talking about or like Yeah
0: the palace, I feel, has been, like, super, um, I mean, they did put out one statement saying, like, we're not which a racist not family, great. and we're going <laughs> to handle this internally, which, I mean, I kind of get, like, what else can you really say Yeah. without but also you're... who said it, but yeah. I, I do feel like they have been, like, very active on Instagram this week with, like, posting pictures of, like, Charles at the hospital and, like, Will and Kate at this event for kids and like just like really trying
1: to like polish the reputation of the right, but of- it would have been helpful in that statement if they said like, we don't stand with any racist actions like taken against Megan and we are going to investigate yeah. because they are ahead of a country and so many other countries. Like I think she rules 15 countries and then there's obviously more in the commonwealth. Yeah. Their statement could have been a little bit more impact. Like they don't have to say. You know, we're gonna slap like Charles and William on the wrist or whatever, like punish them, but at least have some form of statement. Yeah, I think they just could have done a lot of things differently with their statement. So it was upsetting. And I'm sure they just wanted to get ahead of it. And, but, and there'll be more that comes out. I mean, I read today that they're still hiring a private lawyer to investigate her on her bullying charges or claims not charges
0: yeah so it's weird they don't seem
1: to be backing down well
0: a lot of the like the conversation was like megan being like i sent an email to this person and it's like like how secure is their email server that like none of these have leaked here yet kind of thing (laughs) like yeah some of these emails existed you know either to her or from her like something would be Something would have leaked at this point. Or, like, some aide would have been like, mm, weird. Let me just accidentally leave this on the floor of <laughs> the the British press office kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Like, it um, it does seem a I little... I think
1: they made it very clear that the, the British press is, like, run by the palace, so... Yeah.
0: And, like, I mean, we talked about this last week. Like, I do think that, like, the style of press that she gets, that Megan gets versus, like you know what diana got and kate gets like even though the level of of scrutiny over like her and and diana is probably fairly similar like the the maliciousness is very different and like they yeah. do seem to have it out for her for like no real reason and, and i did think her point that she's that megan said to oprah that by liking me doesn't mean you have to hate kate like and vice versa like i thought that was valid like it's not yeah. like I don't know why they needed to be pitted against each other. They no,
1: there was like, no the reason for on
0: that. The Bachelorette. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> like, you know, like I can understand a scenario where they were like both competing for one of the princess parts or whatever, but like, why did, why does one matter versus the other? Like, it doesn't make any sense.
1: So, no, it doesn't. My only other thing with this interview is like, thank God Pierce Morgan is now gone from the airwaves. <laughs> That man is, like, losing it a little bit, I think, and he just went off And it, the day after the interview, and then his co-anchor called him out on it, and was like, you don't need to act that way. Like, the, you don't like her because she didn't call you back, and you were friends at once, and you're not friends anymore, and he just, like, stormed off the set, and that was it. He's not coming back anymore. Like, it's done.
0: I do feel like the image of him like storming off the set will be like a great meme to use for like all time. Anytime I'm like, don't yes. agree with something, I'm like, I'm leaving.
1: Right. <laughs> so super mature and adult of him to do that as you know, most 60 year old men. So yes.
0: what came out of the interview for me as like the shocking part was like, some of the comments around her seeking help and then like directly like, going to different groups, like, the HR team of the palace, which, like, just makes me laugh that they got thrown so badly, but then, then, like, Prince Harry, like, bringing her to an event that night, like, I understand you didn't want to leave her alone, but, like, maybe you could have also not gone to the event, and we could have, like, solved this problem without, um, like, throwing her into this, like, super high-stress situation where... You know, like, it does
1: seem there is a lot of covering up. Again, I'm not surprised in this, like, old school institutionalized, like, the palace is very old school, has not come into the new world here, that they, like, would not be upset, accepting of mental health issues. Yeah. But I do feel like maybe Harry dropped the ball there. It sounds like he didn't talk to his family about it. She well, talked to people, thing. and it's just like you could have done better.
0: Yeah, and like I mean, I would hope he has enough clout. Like if she doesn't to say like you know she's asking for help and they're not giving it to her, to her, that he should have been able to step in and say like no, this is happening, kind of thing. Or yeah, and like I mean, I guess that's what they think that they've done here by by leaving the the royal family and all that kind of stuff. But it, it does feel like there was definitely steps that they could have taken that. Yeah, and maybe they did. And maybe they're just, you know, not sharing them. But it did feel like it was kind of a tell all. And and I do feel like there was what kind of went from like, zero to 100 in their, their ideas of how to handle the situation.
1: Exactly. So, you know, I also would have appreciated had the palace come out with some type of statement around mental health, considering they yeah, totally, you know, that was a charity that or, cause that Will and Kate and Harry like spent a lot of time with when mm-hmm. they were the trio. So, again, not shedding the best light, but it'll be interesting mm-hmm. to see if the Palace releases anything else as we like move forward.
0: Yeah. Gosh, that poor like junior PR staffer that's like, oh my God, I right. have to <laughs> come up with a response to this.
1: Like, <laughs> like I am not <laughs> paid enough money in the world to respond to a tell all interview with Oprah. Like it's just not happening. Like
0: who do we get to like interview us on our counterpoint? Like I don't know if 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 you've got Oprah,
1: like who else is there that you can get an interview? There's no one. The answer is nobody exists. Like it's Oprah or nothing. Right?
0: Like I know Maybe
1: if the Queen just did like a full two hour long press conference by herself, that (laughs) would be the only thing that would top Oprah
0: like when she does her like
1: her christmas message or whatever yes (laughs) she just monologues into the into the microphone exactly exactly Um, that would be the only thing that would top a tell-all with oprah yeah
0: i mean like unless they wanted to like do a tell-all with us because like our Mm -hmm. instagram and and uh podcasts have really taken off recently so right
1: so they can sign up at any time i'm here for it yeah just um
0: just send us a quick DM on Instagram or subscribe. You right. Email in whatever you want to do. We are happy to. Whatever's to
1: easiest will comply. Yes.
0: Yeah. Liz, whatever you can figure out, you just let us know.
1: And like, I'll consider signing an NDA, but probably not. <laughs>
0: oh, man. Yeah. So moving on from the drama in the royal family, um, what about um, Miami's royal family? <laughs> Um, because it appears maybe that a Rod has there is trouble
1: in Jenny's paradise.
0: Loft. Yeah, I don't do not know what is going on there because it has been a dramatic week for a Rod and J Lo.
1: Right. So I woke up on like I think it was Friday or it came out Thursday night. I think Friday morning that they were done. Jenny is done with a Rod. Which honestly, this seemed like her most stable relationship outside of Mark Anthony. So it, it was upsetting. Like I thought this was going to be the end. You did see,
0: like I, I mean, this was like engagement number six. So like it's starting to be <laughs> a little bit like, what's going on, Jenny? Like,
1: right? But we need to
0: look internally here.
1: I don't know. Their families seemed to get along really well. Like they had cute quarantine videos. So I was really just hoping for them. So pretty upset. And then all of a sudden we wake up Saturday morning and it's like, they're working things out. So I don't know if there was like some mishap with an assistant and they accidentally leaked this story before they were supposed to, or because of the outrage from the story they're like, no, let's give this another shot. Like, So
0: what I heard is they are done. They are broken up. But J-Lo feels too A-list for the reason for the breakup to be that A-Rod cheated on her with some, like, D-level <laughs> reality star who, like... Seems to make a habit of breaking up professional athlete relationships. Um, yeah. Madison, what's her last name? McCroy. McCroy. So La- she's La- on
1: a beautiful show called Southern Charm, which yes. is just, you know, like the D list of Bravo shows. <laughs> have I watched it? Yes. And there was but-
0: allegations that she and and Alexander Rodriguez were uh, texting, and she confirmed that they did have like a non physical affair type of thing um, where they were definitely communicating in probably not ways that Jennifer Lopez would be super excited about. Um, but did say that like nothing <coughs> physical ever happened. So like, but this is her second time being in the news for that type of situation. Right. Because she's she... also involved in the Jay Cutler
1: and yeah. Cavalleri breakup. No, I don't know if she was involved in the breakup, but she was involved in some, when they, so when they posted a photo of them, like recently together, they both, post, Jay and Chris and both posted the same photo on their Instagrams and everyone went crazy. Then Madison, like, re, everyone thought they were getting back together, which I don't, they never said that they were and like, Because she
0: and Madison did date after the breakup, right?
1: Yeah. So then she released all these text messages and was like, he's texting me. But like, she cut out clear parts in the messages where like you can tell she cut them to make herself look good. (laughs) And she cut out important parts. So it doesn't make sense when you're reading them. You're like, you've missed certain. Very important parts of the story here. But then Jay Cutler came back. Yeah. And then Jay Cutler came back and was like, yeah, I mean, you cut things out. Like you're not making it, you're making it seem more than like what it was, basically.
0: Yeah. So it makes it a little bit hard to believe her when she's like saying that her and and A-Rod like had some type of relationship because like clearly she... You know, knows right. how to perpetuate a story, kind of thing. But, yeah. but, anyways, it, you know, there was enough kind of questions around it, and there was like a few other people that I think, like, who maybe weren't even like D-list celebrities, just people that were claiming that they had received um, other DMs or text messages from from A Rod and, and that kind of thing. And so,
1: so yeah. that's what I heard is that
0: like Jennifer Lopez is like, I'm not going down on something like this, like we're making okay, so it so we're like waiting for a bigger
1: scandal to come yeah noted like, okay and, and what if that doesn't happen do they just get well, married like pity <laughs> marry in the end like what ha- what happens i mean it doesn't if, sound like the best foundation for the relationship but like, like if a rod now just it goes clean and no more cheating like do they get married or i don't know like
0: <laughs> i feel like so like he was caught by some some press who asked him if he was single, he said no. No. Um, JLo's put out like a bomb TikTok today that has like all of these like videos of her looking like gorgeous and like not she's 50, fifty years old kind of thing, and it like alludes to um, press rumors and things like that, and like calling them stupid, and like um, there's like literally a clip of like the piece of, of a Rod saying he's not single, and so like it does seem like they are trying very hard to communicate this message or they are not broken up but yeah um i don't know i'm not i'm not really buying it i guess
1: i guess only time will tell yeah. but <laughs> we'll see but interesting
0: yeah i mean yeah, it it it's
1: kind of sad if you go from j-lo to like that but right and like how does knows? j-lo feel like she'd
0: be like i'm friggin J-Lo. Like. What? I what? put a
1: stripper pole in our bedroom. Like, what more <laughs> could you ask for? Did you see my performance at the Super Bowl? <laughs> right, right. <Okay. laughs> oh boy.
0: Um, how are you feeling with the kind of drama that's coming out of the the Bachelor franchise here?
1: I mean, it's worked out. So the the Bachelor season finale is this week, and. I know Jill, you like don't keep up with it, but I've sent you like the gist of what's going on. Yeah. But Chris Harrison, you know, a couple of weeks ago stepped back after, you know, he he was defending this one um contestant for kind of racially insensitive Instagram posts and you know parties that she had attended, et cetera, et cetera. So he has stepped back. And we will be having new hosts for this season of The Bachelorette, which I'm really excited about because my favorite bachelorette is coming back to host Caitlin Bristow. <laughs> uh, and the other bachelor, the other one that's hosting is, uh, Tasha Adams, who was the most recent bachelorette. Right. Um, it- but Caitlin's from like f- five or six seasons ago. She's Canadian. So obviously she's the best. <laughs> So I thought it was interesting. Like, I
0: think that's, you know, a great decision that they would yeah make Chris Harrison take a step back. What I don't really understand is, like, they feel that, like, one season's going to be enough and then he's going to no. come back. Like, I don't, I don't really get that. Like, this seems like a really odd way to, to handle it as opposed to just saying, like, you know what? He's been our host for a million seasons. Yeah. Um, let's go in a new direction. Like, I kind of like the idea of, like, the host being... Like, right? almost, like, I think it'd be cool if it was, like, rotating, where it's, like, the yeah. previous Bachelor bachelor Bachelorette. And, like, fan coached.
1: favorites yeah. or something. But he did um, an interview with GMA two weeks ago, I think, where he said he does hope to come back. Right. But I just don't know if that's the right move for the franchise. I think it's probably just the right move. And I don't believe in cancel culture, but just to move on at this, yeah. at this point. And... You know, we could see fan fa- – it would be cool to see fan favorites come back. I don't think – so they haven't announced yet, but they film Bachelor in Paradise every summer, which is the best show of the franchise, but you have to watch, like, Bachelor and Bachelorette to get to Bachelor in Paradise. Right. And um, so I assume they that he will not be the host for that, and they will come come out again with, you know, prior contestants that will be – that will be hosting. So it will be interesting, you know, to see how this season goes with the ladies hosting, which I think is is great, you know, bringing diversity, not only in gender, but um, race as well with Tasha, And then kind of seeing how that's received and hopefully applying it um, as we go forward with with other seasons here. Yeah, because I think it's only
0: like it's only been this one season that he's being named as not the host. So presumably yeah. when it goes back to The Bachelor, he's supposed to be back there.
1: I think, um, but we'll see. You know, hopefully ABC will, you know, I, I assume ABC and Warner Brothers are um, investigating internally and, and trying to determine what will be best. So they yeah. have come out and said that they're going to make some changes on diversity, not only with cast, but with the crew. So that's great to see, you know, it's obviously sad that this is what had to happen to get it to this point, but.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, I'm thankful that he wasn't like, you know, I think his actions could have spoken better, but I am at least happy that he like, wasn't like, didn't overtly make a comment or like some of the other um, hosts who've had to been removed from things like, you know inappropriately say anything or do anything like that kind of thing like it does feel like this is a situation he could come back from if if they put the work in and like really do yeah. it but um but it, like it's also been a long time like maybe it's you know some some fresh blood in would yeah. be beneficial for everyone um i i'm not a avid watcher of the bachelor so i don't (laughs) really know what his role as host is for other than to like i
1: mean basically he gets to fly to these amazing locations and he literally drops off the date cards yeah (laughs) and says like five words and then also at the rose ceremony he like kicks it off and then comes in and is like there's one rose left so (laughs) you know Not You could
0: go without a a host if you needed to.
1: Yeah. He's had a bit more of a role in the two, like, quarantined seasons. Right. Because they've just been in the same location, like, the entire time. So he's, like, a little bit more involved. But he's not, I would say, not, like, a huge part of the show. Right. Fair enough. So should be, hopefully, good to, or easy enough to kind of switch out i don't think he has you know like any techniques or you know behind the scenes (laughs) kind of magic that he's working that makes it like amazing you
0: know well i mean it's not the
1: same line
0: yeah i was gonna say it's not exactly like he's like responsible for all of these long term relationships forming because the bachelor franchise
1: doesn't seem to to be doing too well (laughs) on, on that stance so right um so that will be interesting. I think they're starting to film soon because they're already in quarantine. Um Yeah, because they were supposed to film
0: up in Alberta. And then Yeah, at, Jess- at the Jasper. Yeah. There's like some smoke and deals on staying at that hotel right now though, because they <laughs> had planned it for it all to be booked out for
1: the past year. No. They had booked it for like months and mm-hmm. then um or two months or whatever, and then obviously had to cancel when Canada put the new rules in. So yeah. I believe they're filming in New Mexico now.
0: Ah, interesting. Yeah,
1: so that'll be interesting. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure we'll talk about it when it airs, and I'm sure we'll talk about the Bachelor finale next week, and I will force <laughs> you to discuss it. <laughs> Excellent! Cannot wait. I don't even know. Like, if
0: are we in the Bachelor? Are we in the Bachelorette? I don't. Even we
1: are know. in the Bachelor right now, and he's down to his final two. So, okay. Okay. <laughs> the only like reference I really have for the Bachelor is when
0: um, Saturday Night Live par- parodies it, and like all of the girls are like, "Can I steal you for
1: a moment?" And then like- I mean, that's what actually happens. So. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that's my frame of reference.
1: And then they all get like upset, but it's like you're doing yeah. it as well. So I, I mean. <laughs>
0: And it's like, it's like the first episode. And they're like, I just think I'm falling in love with you. And it's like, yeah, what that I
1: struggle with. <laughs> I'm like, ooh, feeling so quickly. <laughs> what is this? Feelings at all.
0: <laughs> Too much. But, um, uh, have you been watching the Grammys as we've been chatting?
1: I have. I have them on in the background. You know, I mostly just tuned in for Taylor Swift's performance. But I do, I saw that uh, Marin Morris and John Mayer performed. So I'm really nice. excited to watch that because I love Marin Morris. So I, I will be going back to watch that performance, but probably not a lot else.
0: Yeah, I know. That's usually how I watch award shows. It's like really just <laughs> until the performances of of artists I like there. But um, right. w- like we, I we did catch some of the other ones. Like I thought um, the Dua Lipa one was pretty good, and
1: yeah.
0: um, Harry Styles, of course, like
1: kind of yeah, his was great. He kicked yeah, off the show. Kind of like I feel think- a little bit
0: bad for Jason Sudeikis, just being like, oh yeah, it makes sense. While like, <laughs> got, got it, got it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> But he did, um, at the, I think the SAG Awards, uh, his show cleaned up like last week and yeah. he thanked Olivia Wilde. So, cause apparently she pushed him to, to do the show. So I think they're on good terms. She's responded to it, but I mean, it's Harry Styles. So. Yeah, it is Harry Styles. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> but
0: it is funny cause like they're, the way they've got the like Grammy set up is they're kind of at like these little, table groups um
1: (laughs) with two people
0: yeah and it's like I don't know if they're like rotating them out depending on who's like up for the awards or how that's working but it is interesting to see like Harry Styles at one table and then like Taylor Taylor Swift Swift at another kind of thing (laughs) you just I just like to be a fly on the wall of the conversation of those two running into each other like what happens there um like one day like I would just die if they could record some sort of duet together.
1: Like It would I be think, so good. <laughs>
0: right? Or even just like they song wrote together. Like I think it would be yeah. so amazing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like it's – I don't know. We had made some Grammy predictions. And like I think we've done not too bad with them. I think
1: you're doing better than I am. I, I mean, Megan the Stallion won – yeah and we, new artist and which, we both
0: figured that i mean i think that was like of all of the award categories tonight like that that's was the, the only one
1: i knew one. That was happening for yeah. sure i i mean i i'm struggling again the same way with the golden globes like so many of these songs that are nominated are just from like tiktok <laughs> so you know like 30 seconds of it and I don't know is that maybe so that's probably why they got all these downloads which you know great for you you made this like one super catchy clip that everyone's using but it's hard to see you know I I don't know if they're really a lot of them are great musically talented yeah like I, I feel
0: like the general field um ones like you know you generally know all of the songs in there definitely some of them like if I look at like the record of the year the song of the year which like are so close to the same thing but like yeah you know the majority of those songs in there at, because of their success on, on TikTok, like Rockstar, star, like DaBaby, like I just have a hard time with a Grammy winner named DaBaby.
1: Versus- okay. But he did, I think you might've missed this performance, but he did like kind of a classically inspired performance of Rockstar, And I really liked it. Like, it's cool. You should go back and watch it.
0: Yeah. Like I don't, I, I, the song itself, I actually really like but it's also- just the name <laughs> of what he called himself. Like, like, I feel like that was something that you thought up and then you maybe were like, Oh my god! In like twenty five years, if I'm still like a well known like person, I'm gonna have to refer to myself as <laughs> the baby. Oh no,
1: I mean Puff Daddy has changed his name like a million <laughs> times, so you can just go that route.
0: That's true. Like maybe he becomes like the toddler at some point, or da like toddler. <laughs> you know, but like yeah, like rock star um, Doja Cat say so. Like you yeah, know, those are I'm all
1: like, TikTok.
0: Yeah, like it's like it's bad if I know the dance. Versus the verses of that song. <laughs> <laughs>
1: right. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> so, so that's where I'm at. But yeah, like, I think we, I think we're pretty split on our predictions because. Yeah. We only
1: agreed on one or two. two. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, but you had thought you picked the video of the year, um, which went to, to Beyonce um, for Brown Skin Girl. Um and I was right on the song of the year, which I think was kind of out of left field, but it her, which, yeah. was I Can't Breathe by her, which...
1: So uh, Beyonce won video of the year? Yeah. Okay. I've heard nothing but good things and I need to watch it about that um like lyrical musical album that she released through Disney Plus, which I think is where that's from. Yeah. Um, she, so that is what drove my decision. <laughs> it's kind of weird because
0: she like did not release like a normal studio album which is like kind of a a weird way to go about getting grammy nominations here but um yeah it's like it's beyonce right like she's gonna be in the
1: conversation (laughs) she can do no wrong exactly Um, i think i picked her for two things or maybe just the one but i was considering picking her for two i think
0: record of the year for her for black parade
1: Okay. Yeah. Because I just feel almost in the only time I picked against her was with Taylor Swift and I just couldn't. Yeah. Not I think folklore.
0: Yeah. I mean, we're I think we're Biased. recording well, <laughs> it's going on. And so we haven't yeah. heard the winners of those yet. But I think album of the year is like, definitely a close one to call. Um, yeah. I don't know record of the year is Like it's so interesting because the way that the record is like the way that the song is like composed and sung and all that stuff. Yeah. So it's It's given
1: to the, I had to research this. It's given to the performer and the like editor, editing team, whereas song of the year is given to the writers. Right. Yeah. And then albums, obviously like the whole album, but.
0: Yeah. Which, which is why when I was like making my predictions, I was like, okay, like, I feel like I can't breathe. And it's like, the undertones of what it was about and like what it stood for and all of that kind of stuff, like the yeah. songwriting message of that, you know, maybe just, I thought would stand out a little bit more than um, like, you know, Dua Lipa's song or something yeah. like that kind of thing. But I don't know. I, the Grammys are just, it's just, they, they've it's already delayed year. them because they couldn't have fans and all yeah. that kind of stuff. So it's kind of a weird time for them to be, to be airing anyways. You know, I'm I'm actually surprised that there's so many artists that are at it, yeah. even with masks on. I would have expected there to be more people that are like, I'll just watch on Zoom, kind of the way that the Golden <laughs> Globes and, and, and Emmys and all that kind
1: of stuff happened. I do wish that they had because I feel like what was missing from the Grammys, which we got at at the Golden Globes, is Uh, Trevor Noah, who's hosting the the Grammys, his jokes seem to fall like really flat. And I don't know if that's just because they're not great jokes or there was no, like he wasn't saying them to an audience. Well, I
0: feel like that's the difference, right? Because like when you look at the Golden Globes, like you had two people speaking, right? You had Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. And so there even if there was like no audience reaction to it they could play off each other each from other
1: it. yeah we're like
0: for him with no audience like it's just him
1: no he awkward. tried to make a joke with one of the artists and like they were not having it i forget yeah. who it was but they were just like eh. yeah
0: no. well and, like and they all have masks on so you can't even really tell right. if they're smiling right. like none of them are that good at like smizing with their eyes kind of thing
1: so <laughs> <Tyra you're- Banks. laughs> Do we have Do to pay her because we use that word? I don't know. Does she have a trademark? Probably. Sorry, Tyra.
0: <laughs> Please just allow us to have that one for free.
1: Right. Um. Don't come after us.
0: <laughs> but yeah, like, I
1: mean, it's, it's really
0: hard to make those jokes and have that impact there yeah. without anyone interacting,
1: so... I don't know if we want to briefly touch on Taylor's performance and then maybe call the Grammys until we can discuss the the winners of those final two,
0: yeah, what did you think of it?
1: I thought that um the two men were too small for that house. <laughs> <laughs> they felt very cramped inside.
0: well, I felt like it was meant to be like a little like fairy cottage yeah. right? it was like I mean. Taylor's era to me is just, like, she came out of Fern Gully and it now exists. that movie. Yes, okay. and so I feel like it was meant to be, like, a tiny little cabin, fairy yeah. cabin kind of thing.
1: Yeah, it was good. She picked – I think she picked really good parts of the songs that she sang. Yeah. Um, because admittedly, like, Cardigan's not my favorite. So I liked the part that she picked to sing. Yeah. Say.
0: I mean, I'm still surprised that Cardigan was her, like, debut single from from Folklore because, like, it's probably one of the weaker songs on the album. Like, I don't even – when we were making our predictions, I was like, I don't think she has a chance of that for Song of the Year. It's it's not – like, if she had thrown in any of the other ones, I think it would have done a lot better. But, yeah, it's just not – it's not it for me. But then when she's mixing it up with, um, like, August and and that – Willow. Yeah, and then, like, she did have Jack Antonoff there, who, like, he, you know, he helped produce those songs as well. And he was nominated yeah. for producer of the year. Um, didn't win it. But, like, you know, at least it kind of showed off some of his influence Talents, on her music yeah. and everything like that, too. So.
1: Yeah. I mean, they, what the three of them did together, and the guy from the Nationals, I can't think of his name right now. Justin something. Shoot.
0: No, Aaron. No, I don't know. I'm just making up names.
1: What, what, I mean, like we'll figure it out later. Um, What they produce, like in quarantine, not being in the same, and I don't know if they um recorded Evermore in the same room, but what they did, like n- with Folklore, not being in the same like studio and recording, is yeah. insane.
0: Yeah, like I mean, they she's talked about like you know sending text messages of of clips back and forth and everything like that, and that's. Right they're brilliant all of them all of these artists really like with what they're working on like how you put these songs together and everything I just think that's like such a cool talent to have
1: yeah I mean I don't know she's phenomenal so (laughs) yeah I know we're
0: still we're still sad about the loss that actually made it worse worse
1: because it would have been such a good concert
0: yeah so even if those those uh songs weren't part supposed to be part of Loverfest. fest i just it would have been so good so i
1: know <laughs> <laughs> so so good and now it's yeah. taken away from us i know
0: but yeah i mean the grammys themselves like they did have a lot of controversy this year as well like
1: the it, weekend big artists,
0: the weekend and zane like both came out quite upset about the nomination process um the lack of diversity um, diversity you know both in their nominations and in the people that are are doing the
1: nominating yeah Um, so you know i think they have some some work to do i mean Um, to me the weekend was a bigger snub than zane i i mean absolutely i I don't know if zane came out with anything this year and like apologies if he did but (laughs) i mean the weekend headlined the super bowl and like
0: but that's like rumors as to why the grammys were like reportedly snubbing him right is because they like they he wouldn't have been able to do both if the grammys had aired when they were supposed to have aired
1: kind of thing okay so, but tons of people don't show up for the grammys so like <laughs> yeah but typically if you're like nominated for like one
0: of the big categories yeah you, you were there like i mean even if you look at this version of the grammys like everyone who is yeah nominated for kind of those big five categories is there and or performing, yeah.
1: Um, I like mean, Rice I still don't think that's a reason week to week snub on. someone.
0: No, absolutely, it's ridiculous. Like, but that's kind of the rumors as what yeah. he's alluding to is like he had to choose between the Super Bowl or the Grammys. So yeah,
1: yeah. Um. So that was upsetting. I mean, he's he's basically told his his um management team not to put him up, not to nominate Over him for again. the Grammys anymore. Yeah. Or submit him or whatever but which is upsetting because I do think he comes out with some really great music and um yeah I mean I like Starboy album is phenomenal
0: yeah I feel like that was a lot of like a very extreme reaction um like (laughs) I'm taking my toys and going home kind of
1: thing yeah Um, maybe he'll take it back but uh for right now that's how he feels and you know I can't say that I don't agree like that would suck right I mean
0: Maybe the Grammys and the royal family can get together to talk about how to yeah. celebrate diversity and, and the English. Golden Globes as well. Yes, absolutely. Probably well, the Oscars. Just group <laughs> them all in there. Yeah. Lots of work to be done on every area there. Yeah. So
1: anything else you want to discuss this
0: week, Jill? No, I think we've um wow, we're like almost at an hour here. So that's I know. a pretty pretty good episode for us. But um been fun chatting with you as usual
1: hopefully in person soon fingers crossed I know it'll be weird to record an episode in person
0: like, I know I mean like where do I look do I look at you like this is <laughs> go sit in a different room
1: right oh, <laughs> go
0: elsewhere <laughs> all right well um yeah, if there's any topics you want us to discuss, feel free to, to DM us on Instagram or send us an email at we talk extensively at gmail.com. Otherwise, we'll, we'll catch you for episode uh, five next week. Bye, Jill. Bye.
1: Thanks for joining us this week.
0: New episodes will be released Tuesday mornings. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts and subscribe.
1: You can also follow us on Instagram at We Talk Extensively and on Twitter at Talk Extensively. See you next Tuesday.